Live from the Average Joe Nation studios in St. Clair, Missouri, this is the Average Joe Podcast, a show that proves that in this crazy world, a combination of common sense and a C-plus average is actually a superpower. Sure, he's crazy, but what if he's right? Please welcome your host, Damon Gilbert. Let me ask you a question. I always like to start off with a question of the day. You ever had somebody cheat on you? Have you ever had that happen? It's 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 not good. It's not good. It can really it can really affect you. It changes your whole perspective on things. It really does. Uh, be it a boyfriend, a girlfriend, wife, you know, whatever, lover, whatever. It doesn't matter. It can be it can be uh, a friend of yours, a friend, same sex. Doesn't call you when he goes out with a buddy of yours, and then you feel you feel slighted, that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, if you've ever felt that you were betrayed by someone, then you know as well as I do, you don't have a tendency to believe them anymore. Yeah, you know what I mean. You may give them the benefit of the doubt, you, but at the back of your mind, I remember, uh, and you've probably heard this before. People say, you know, um, say say I'm the father. I've seen it on movies and stuff. Uh, the father of a daughter, you know, his daughter marries a guy, he cheats on her or he hits her or whatever. And what's, what's the old man tell the guy? He says, I can forgive, but I'll never forget. Okay. Same thing here. And what, what we're talking about here is Russia because this thing, this thing's getting way out of control, way out of control. We've got, we, we have in this country and we've been, we've been programmed and bear with me on this one. I'm in my I'm in my 60s, so obviously I went through that portion of uh, American history where we we were enemies with the Soviet Union. We were in constant competition with them. We, we were always wanting to beat the Soviets. Now remember, the Soviet Union, different than Russia, different than Russia. Russia was part of the Soviet Union. It's not it's not the same thing anymore. But in our head, and in our heads, and, and mainly in the heads of everyone in America, the Soviet Union is still Russia, with the with the you know the hammer and the sickle, and they're bad guys, and they're Reds, and they're communists, and you know go down the list. You've heard it. You've heard it. You've been part of it. You were involved in it. I mean, there were times when I anything Soviet. Think about all the movies in the, that have ever existed on the planet. Every one of them. Who's always a bad guy? Who is always the bad guy? Soviet Union. Soviet Union. Yeah. Never mind China. Never mind North Korea. Never mind Iraq or Iran. Never mind them. Never mind Germany. <laughs> you think they don't spy on the United States? Of course they do. My point here is that we're getting a little crazy on this and it's getting kind of dangerous. Kind of dangerous. It's getting a lot dangerous. We. We had uh, Stanley Hoyer stand up on the, uh, in the uh, House of Representatives yesterday and say that America was at war, okay? At war. Now, we had a uh, member of the you know, Congress, a Democrat from Texas, I believe his name was, uh, let me see, what was his name? Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, what was this? Oh yeah, Chip Roy from Texas. He said, he said, I'm you know I'm wondering when we voted to go to war, right? Because Stanley Hoyer is saying that you know the U.S. is at war. No, we're not. 
No, we're not. We're giving money to, we're, we're, what we are doing right now, we are fighting a proxy war with the Russians. And I think it's a mistake. We don't have, we literally do not have a dog in this fight. We really don't. We don't. NATO is the one pushing this. And NATO is a arcane, just ancient organization that doesn't even need to exist. It really doesn't. Now, first of all, I want to make sure we're clear on this. I'm no Putin fan. Uh, I'm not. I'm not. I, I, I mean, he's not a nice guy. There's no doubt about it. But at the end of the day, I go back to my, when you've had a spouse or a friend or a, a lover or a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or whatever, cheat on you, you don't trust him anymore. And NATO has cheated on Russia continuously. Uh, back in 1990, Gorbachev, you remember the guy with the, <laughs> depending on how old you are, Gorbachev, he's the one that has the uh, birthmark on his forehead. Uh, I, I think he's still alive, but he's, you know, he's older now. He was making a deal. The Soviet Union was falling. It was. It was breaking up. There was no doubt about it. That's when the Berlin Wall fell. All that stuff took place. We gave credit to Reagan, which was nonsense. The Soviet Union was going to fall regardless. It didn't make any difference. That was a, that was a, um, an empire that was not going to last. It just wasn't. They couldn't hold on to everybody. They did, they had so much inner, inner troubles within. They had they were they were broke. It just didn't work. Communism does not work. It's never worked in the in the world, and it never will work. Look at Cuba. Yeah, Cuba, communist. Fidel Castro, 90 miles off the coast of Florida. Uh, they're driving around in, in cars that were actually manufactured in the 1950s. That's how bad it is. Uh, sure, they have national health care, but they live like they they live like they're they're peasants. Okay, and and that's communism at its at its at its finest. And it's always been it's always been a uh, what do you call it, a, a, a satellite of, of the Soviet Union. But when the Soviet Union fell, Cuba was in big trouble because they, they had no money, they had no resources, they had no way to make money. So they've, they've come to the point now where they're basically living in squalor down there. Uh, Cuba's a mess. It's a mess. And I think, personally, I think we should, we should, we should make it the 51st state as far as I'm concerned. It's right off the co coast of Florida, for God's sakes. But anyway, back to what I was saying. Russia and the Soviet Union are not the same thing. They're just not. Russia was a part of the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was a huge conglomeration of satellite states that were, that were communist. And, and now, and now we, democracy has actually kind of worked its way into Russia. Granted, granted they, they still have a, a powerful, and uh, um, he's, a, he's the main guy. Putin is the main dude. There's no doubt about that. And he makes all the rules. Now, we go back to NATO. NATO was in existence because of the Soviet Union. And there's a lot of money in NATO. A lot of money changes hands. It's a, it's, a, it's a club is basically what it is. It's a club that we, you know, these, these member states put money into this big pot. And supposedly they're supposed to protect Europe from Russia. Right? Now, Russia, say what you want about Russia. Uh, the, the people themselves are not the bad uh, are not the bad part of Russia. It is the government, just like the United States. The United States government is the bad part of the United States. It works both ways. It works both ways. Now, are we enemies of Russia? 
I don't think we were. I think things are starting to work out pretty well over the last 20 years. But now we've we've got this 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 segment in D.C. that has got a hair up its ass about Russia. They've been like that in their 2000s since after I guess it'd be after 9-11. Things went sideways. We want to destroy Russia. That's what they want to do. They want to bring them to their knees. So what have we been doing since Gorbachev in the 90s? NATO, instead of abiding by the agreement that they made with Gorbachev, they said, we will never expand NATO. We'll never put missiles on your borders. We will never move closer. And what have they done? They've cheated on them 15 times. And now we're talking about cheating on them with Finland and Sweden. Sweden, mind you, who has been neutral for over 200 years in Europe. That's what's going on here today. That's why Putin's doing what he's doing. Now, believe me, I'm no fan of imperialism. I've never been. I've never been. You cannot walk into another country and take their stuff. That, that's what he's doing. He's, he came into Ukraine, and he's taking what he wants. That's what he's doing. The United States does it all the time. We've done it in Afghanistan. We've done it in Iraq. We've done it in Libya. We've done it. We tried to do it in Syria, Tunisia, all kinds of places. Think about Vietnam. Think about Vietnam, right? We use the premise of uh, the, uh, what do you call it, the, uh, the domino effect, where if they fall you know, to communism, then the next country will fall, and the next country, and the next country. That never took place. But I will say this, at least at the, at the uh, get-go, that's what they were telling us they were trying to prevent. Unlike Afghanistan and Iraq, which to this day, I still don't know why we were there. No one seems to know. No one seems to know, other than Afghanistan, for one, is the Saudi Arabia of lithium. There's no doubt about that, and rare, rare earth metals. That is one of the reasons we were there. Also, the heroin uh, trade, uh, the poppies fields. Yeah, isn't it funny that heroin production and heroin use in the United States increased after we invaded Afghanistan and has been a major problem in the United States from that day forward? It, 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 it is a problem to this very day coming across the southern border. That's how they get into the United States. So I, it, we've got a mess here. What I'm getting at in, when it comes to Russia, when it comes to Russia, we do not have a dog in this fight. Why we are sending $40 billion to one of the most corrupt countries in the world, I do not know. Well, I do know, but I mean, it, it, the story and the excuse they're giving us is absolutely bullshit. It really is. It really is. I wish someone would stand up and say different, but they won't. They won't because they know at the end of the day, the people who make the rules, who, who, who shape the world, are the ones that want this done. And there's not a, there are very few senators who are, are congressmen that are going to stand up to this. They're just, they just aren't going to do it. Because it, in the end, it becomes money in their pocket. This money is not going to go to the people that need it in Russia. I mean, in uh, Ukraine to fight the Russians. It's not. We've already sent $4 billion in, in military uh, weapons. Why do they need $40 billion? And, and, and then you see, you see pictures of uh, Zelensky uh, shaking hands with uh, uh, Klaus Schwab, you know, one of the most corrupt people on the planet. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this to everyone. This, this, is, this is not what it appears to be. This is not a fight of good and evil. It's not. It's, it's evil across the board. That's all it is. There is no good guy in this in this fight. There just isn't. 
you and I, the, the American taxpayer, are going to pay for all of this. That's what we're going to do. We're going to pay for it all. You and I, our, grandson, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren will be paying for this $40 billion you, long after you and I are gone. And for what? For what? For a country for a country that's been one of the most corrupt places on the planet, that Biden has made millions and millions of dollars out of, that his son has, has made millions of dollars from, illegally, I might add, corrupt, you know, extortion. Yeah, and, and we have this fake president in, in the White House who's orchestrating this whole thing. Yeah, and we have this, we have this uh, it's almost a pathological belief that the Russians are the evil guys. That's what slays me. It really does. I don't know about you, but when you look at it, they're not the guy with the black hat on. Have they done some bad stuff in the past? Absolutely. Did it affect the United States directly? No, it did not. It didn't. This is someone else's fight. It's in someone else's backyard. It's no different than you being in a, in a um, neighborhood and you hear a fight going on or a big argument uh, three doors down in the backyard on a Sunday evening after a barbecue. You hear, you hear people yelling and screaming at each other. Is that any of your business? Absolutely not. Is it going to affect you? Not unless somebody pulls out a gun and starts shooting it. You know, for the most part, it's going to be settled amongst them. Not, I shouldn't get involved in that. I, I would be insane to go down there and, and talk to these people. That's not my business. It could be family business. It could be a business deal. It could be anything you're talking about. It could be somebody just pissed off. I'm not going to go down there and work, you know, try and try and mediate it. Why are we doing this in Russia? We have got so many problems here in the United States. We have got so many problems that no one's addressing. We got a southern border that's going to be just the, the, the amount of people that are going to come across that is going to be you're just not going to you can't imagine how many people are going to come across and how many people have come across. I mean, I literally I've talked I have a I have people who are in the educational system right now. Uh, teachers and uh, administrators, stuff like that. They say they're in the Midwest here. We have children in school right now that can't speak English. And, and what happens? We have to get an interpreter for them in order to make sure that they can learn on a given day. What's that do to your educational system? Screws it up. It's more expensive. Yeah. We got bigger problems here in the United States. And that's just, that's just the tip of the iceberg. That's just one instance of what's going on. We've got people coming across this border down there that should not be in this country. You've got drugs coming across. I think DeSantis put it pretty well the other day. The cartels should give uh, uh, President Biden a free membership into their club because he's he's helping bring the drug trafficking into the United States. You know how many, you know how many, you know how many fentanyl deaths there were last year in, in the past 12 months? There were 140,000 overdose, overdose deaths in, uh, I think it was 140. It, it, was, it, was, it was around that. Uh, deaths in the United States from fentanyl. Where's that coming from? It's coming from China. Where's it coming? How's it getting across the border? Through the southern border. And we're, we're absolutely dismissing this and we're talking about an, an, a situation in a country that most people couldn't pick out on a map that that's the center of our, our universe. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We've got, we've got, we've got to start focusing on things in the United States. We just have to. And, and I don't know that we're going to survive this if we don't. It's going to be a long summer, folks. 
We've got a lot of rage gonna, that is going to be shown on the streets. It's going to be a long summer. I just hope we get to November and we can turn this, this, maybe we can nudge this boat away from the iceberg that's coming. Really, I hope it is. But at the end of the day, when we talk about Russia, remember that when you see things on TV, when, when people talk about it, Russia is not the Soviet Union. It's a completely different thing. But because of the because of way we because of the way the Soviet Union was portrayed for years and years and years, we have this thing in our head from movies we have from uh, uh, you know books, we, you name it. Your your educational system, everyone talks like the Soviet Union, and, and they they may not come out and say it directly, but they want you to believe that they are the Satan of the world, and that they're you know Russia is. The Soviet Union still, it's not. It's completely different. Again, Putin's not a good guy. I don't want anything to do with him. I wish he would withdraw his troops and call it a day. Having said that, I wish NATO would stick to their word and not butt up against his his, uh, borders. Because if you get Finland and Sweden involved in this, Russia is going to respond to that. I guarantee you they are. And, And if you think you've seen the unleashing of what he's capable of militarily, you're crazy. He, he, that is not the case. He could bring on some whoop ass you haven't seen before. Yeah, the, the, these people, this is what they do. They have highly trained soldiers, um, um, you know, highly, highly uh, um, effective military. They've got, they've, got, they've got weapons of mass destruction, folks. Believe me, they do. And all I can say is pray to God that Putin doesn't die. If he does die, the, the guy that's next in line is 10 times worse. He's from the old Soviet Union. These guys come from that. They are who they could be. They could, in fact, become what we, you know, what we've been saying they are. And 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 it's it's really sad because it didn't have to be that way. Things are starting to to um, thaw, you know, over the past twenty years. And now we're right back to square one. Yeah, everybody and their brother tells you to hate. The Russians. We're not even allowing Russian citizens to to you know participate in sporting events. Really, you're not going to do that. It makes no sense. It makes no sense. And, and I'm going to end this with with one example. And and I and I've used this before. I've used this before. What would we say if the Russians came in and started putting? you know, uh, ICBMs on the border of Mexico. We'd be a little mad. We'd be a little mad, especially if we'd made, had an agreement with them over the past 20 years that said, you will never do that. Okay, that's what this is. NATO, if, if, if Russia doesn't exist, NATO doesn't exist. So they, they have to have this bad guy. Like, again, we go back to the black hat, black hat. That's what this is all about. It's about money, folks. Like everything else in the world, it's about money. It doesn't get any further than that. It doesn't go any further than that, no deeper than that. It's about money and power, which one means the other. It always does. Yeah. So anyway, that's my thoughts for today. And uh, I, again, I appreciate you listening. I'm, I'm uh, uh, basically on the couch and I'm talking to my, my therapist. <laughs> and uh, I appreciate that. So now I will get up off the couch and I will leave the room and I will leave my check on the, uh, on the counter there for you. Okay. All right. I'll be right back with the news. Uh, we'll talk to you in a second. 
This is the Average Joe Podcast. Average Joe Podcast. All right. First story of the day you need to know about is the pro-maskers. Okay. The pro-maskers are laying the groundwork to bring back COVID restrictions. Count on it, folks. It's coming back. Yes, there's an uptick in uh, supposedly in cases around the country, mainly in the Northeast. And believe me, New York's going to be back on board with this. They still have kids in masks at school, I think, or the, um, I think below a certain age. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It didn't work the first time. It's not going to work this time. It, it you there's absolute definitive proof that masking does not prevent anything you can see it around the world lockdowns don't work all they do is wreak havoc that's why we're in the position we're in today so you can bet you can bet pro maskers are, are laying the work because they want to do this before the election in in uh, november so this this will be more you'll be seeing more and more about this because whether or not it's we, we're finding out that a lot of these cases of covid were all nonsense anyway but they don't want to they don't want to talk about that they don't want to talk about that yeah so anyway, pro <clears throat> pro maskers are are going to push this back into the mainstream again. Uh, I don't know if everybody's going to fall in line with this. I don't think they will. People have had it with that. They really have. I see very few people in masks here in in the Midwest. No matter where you go, how big the uh, event is, we just basically have said, you know what, we've had enough of this shit, and 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 I agree. Uh, Tucker Carlson continues to. Uh, dominate viewers in the key uh, 25 to 54 year old demographic uh what's i tell you what's i tell you now he's he's obviously known as a right wing you know, republican fox is fox is known for that uh, i don't agree with fox tucker carlson's the only one him and greg gutfeld are the only two on there i trust i don't trust anybody else and i certainly don't trust the fox uh, as a corporation they are the worst they're they're contrived they're uh they're controlled opposition is all it is for as far as i'm concerned tucker carlson happens to not be in that group he's he pushes the envelope a little bit further i like that remember fox news is actually the uh media outlet that called the state of arizona before uh in the 2020 election they called it as a uh, democratic win before a single vote had been counted in arizona always remember that you can't trust fox you just can't now you can pick out a few people possibly that you know they give a little bit more um, free reign to maybe i don't know but at the end of the day the fact that he's he's drawing in the 25 to 54 year olds that's not a good thing for msnbc and cnn uh, he's got 3.16 three over 3 million million viewers a night that's quite a bit and over a half a million of them are the 25 to 54 year olds and good luck getting a 25 year old to watch anything on tv so it's pretty amazing it really is uh oh yeah this was an interesting i was i was going to talk more about this today but i ran out of time tesla was removed from the s p 500's esg index um now I'm, I'm i'm not trying to act like i'm the smartest guy in the room because i'm not i had to look this up because i had no idea what esg meant yeah and news news uh you know news stories uh, reporters journalists they don't bother telling you either i look through i don't know, countless count well not countless but i mean several several uh, articles about this no one explains what esg means they they don't they just go into it well they were taking off their esg list yeah no one says oh well, okay what the hell does that mean well i'll tell you what it means it means for environmental social and governance okay and refers to the three key factors when 
measuring the sustainability and ethical impact of an investment in a business or a company. Mostly socially responsible investors check companies out using ESG criteria to screen investments. So what they're saying is, <clears throat> if you are woke or if you, um, there's a min- there are many factors. You know, if, if your carbon footprint is low, that kind of thing. Well, apparently Tesla was kicked off of it. Now, <laughs> I, I, Mr. Musk did not have anything good to say about that. He told them that they were a joke, that uh, the S&P 500 was a joke in the way they were doing it. Now, I, I tend to agree with that because uh, if you look at who they've got, well, let's see, let's what are, what are they claiming? They're claiming, they're claiming that Tesla has uh, uh, some of the reasons were were centered around claims of racial discrimination, uh, poor working conditions at Tesla's Fremont factory, as well as its handling of a National Highway Traffic Safety Administration investigation into 17 injuries and one death linked to crashes involving its vehicle's autopilot feature. Okay, so they're saying they're saying that uh, uh, that these things kicked it off off the uh, ESG list, which I think is. If you hear who's on the ESG list, you're going to laugh <laughs> because they're talking about claims of racial discrimination and and uh, uh, poor working conditions. Guess who's on the list? The top 10 largest. Apple, Microsoft, Amazon, Alphabet, which is Google, uh, United Healthcare, Procter & Gamble, and ExxonMobil are on that top 10 list. Yeah, so I, I tend to agree with with uh, Mr. Musk on this one. It's a joke. It's a joke. If you've got Apple at the top of the list of the ESG people, and knowing what they do in China with with workers there, they've got child labor. They've got they actually have suicide nets around some of the factories because they work these people to death, and they'd soon kill themselves is to continue to continue to work there what do they do they put nets around so they'll catch them that way they can put them back on the line i, I know i know I, I own an apple uh uh an apple phone i wish i didn't i wish i wish i could get around doing that but you can't for the most part because hp is no better hewlett packer is no better they're they're all of these companies make their stuff in china and they treat their people like garbage but and then you got procter and gamble on there Imagine what Procter & Gamble's done to the environment in this country. Or Exxon, for that matter. Oh, my God. Yeah, it, I, I tend to agree with uh, uh, Elon Musk on this. It's, it's a joke. It's a joke, it, it, it's, it, and it's not even a good joke. Uh, let's see. Biden administration closes foreign lobbying investigation into Hunter Biden and his Link Consulting firm. Now, I want to see a show of hands. Who's surprised by that? Who's surprised by that? Our fake president, who is in power right now, closes a foreign lobbying investigation into his own son. My hands up. I'm not surprised by that, right? Uh, Who is surprised by that? Okay, well, no one. Okay, yeah, yeah, exactly. So this is the same as giving him a, um, I guess, a pardon. Yeah, that's basically what it is. So, and no one's saying anything about it. We just we just go on like it's no big deal. We're talking about baby formula. That's what we're working on. Yeah. Sleight of hand, folks. Sleight of hand. Magician. Never watch the hand that's being that's that's doing things. It's always the other one, and that's what they're doing. Same thing as when a kid's crying, a little baby's crying. Jingle the car keys and they quit crying. It's exactly what they're doing here. 
They're, they're hiding everything in plain sight. But they're distracting you so you don't pay any attention to it, especially when mainstream media won't even talk about it. It's unbelievable. Uh, let's see. Okay, Biden administration, and I guarantee you they're excited about this one, are preparing for violence after abortion ruling. If, if they do, in fact, rule against Roe versus Wade, pro-abortion protesters have called for, and I, I want to make sure we got this quote right, summer of rage. Okay, they're going to be in every major city in the United States. I talked about this the other day, and I'm going to continue to talk about it. This is coming, folks. It's going to be everywhere. It's going to be everywhere. And the Biden administration is loving it because it's, again, like I was talking earlier, it's a distraction. It is. It doesn't mean anything in the long run. It's all about distraction. They do not want you following anything that's, that's, that's important. Yeah. They're actually loving it that the fact that the uh, 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 the Russian invasion of Ukraine is off the front page. This forty billion dollars will go to over there. No one, no one's even going to mention it. They may mention it a week from now or two weeks from now, but at the end of the day, they're they're kind of glad about that. They're kind of glad about that. That's what they wanted. They don't want it on the front page. They want something else on the front page. Something silly. Something stupid. Something that distracts. It's emotional. Gets you fired up. And then you don't pay any attention to anything else that's going on. It's the way it works. Uh, let's see. Oh, yeah, Dems in the House are stalling. And speaking of that, speaking of the of the summer of rage, Democrats in the House have stalled protection. Now, they, they were, what happened was there were two Dem, uh, two no, there was a Republican and a Democrat who pushed, who, who uh, initiated a legislation that would protect the SCOTUS justices. They were going to give more money to protect them. And the Dems in the House, they stall that protection. And they're saying that they're not going to to allow that kind of money to be spent until the leaker receives protection. The leaker, the person who started this whole thing, they're saying that they deserve protection more than SCOTUS justices. Can you believe that? That's the world we live in today. That's the world we live in. That's the world the Democrats want you and I to be happy with where the bad guy is actually the one protected. That's what they want. Unbelievable. Unbelievable, the world I live in. I, I, it, it just mystifies me. I, I wake every more, up every morning and I look at the news and I go, I would have never, if you'd have told me this 30, 20 years ago, I would have said, you're out of your mind. No one's gonna say that out loud. It's ridiculous. They'd be laughed <laughs> out of the country. But nope, nope, nope. We could keep getting reelected, I guarantee you. Uh, AOC was one of these Dems in the House that stalled the protection for him. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. Okay, progressive. You know who I'm talking about. Progressive insurance. You know, the one with the, the gal in there with the little brunette. Progressive, okay. Now, well, they're progressive corporation. Progressive insurance, okay. They're defending their practice of hiring based on, and get this, they hire based on race and gender, nothing else. That's not a good business model, folks. If, if America ran that way, you and I would not get on an airplane. We would not go out onto the street. We would not, there, we would not go to a doctor if it was all based on the color of skin or the gender. This is ridiculous. This, kind of, this, this is not going to work. Now, uh, who was it? The CEO, her name is Tricia Griffith. She says it's just the right thing to do. Really? Really? Well, I can tell you what, I will never buy any in insurance from Progressive. I, I just won't do that. I will not be a party to this. 
That is a bad precedent to set when you are promoting people based on the color of their skin or their gender and not on their merit, whether or not they know anything. I mean, I'm not saying you can't promote them if they're qualified, but you can't promote them if they're not qualified. That, that just doesn't make sense. And it's going on everywhere in America today. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Uh, somebody's got to grow a set of balls. That's what it is. Somebody's got to stand up and say, this is not right. And, and, and my next story is going to be, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe this. There's a study that shows, now the study came from uh, Claremont Graduate University. I believe that's in, uh, in, Ca in California. Uh, the guy's name is Paul Zake, I believe. He's a director of the Center for Neuroeconomic Studies. Now, that sounds like that's made up. I'm not 100% sure on that. But here's what their study says. Study shows that testosterone treatment turns Democrat voters more conservative. <laughs> I, I, I just had to, I had to bring this one up. I thought this was funny because if you've ever noticed, and I, I don't know about you, but most, Demo most Democrats, especially if they're young, they're, they're these little bitty wet mops they're especially the men of course the men of course because they're the ones with testosterone but they're have you ever noticed that when you see these antifa guys and uh, people like that they're you never see a bodybuilder that's a an antifa guy have you ever noticed that they're never huge they're never badasses they're usually little bitty panty waist kind of kids you know a, a, a swift backhand would take out I, i've never seen anything like it so there may actually be something to this because i've said it all along i said those guys look like cream puffs you know no no shoulders to speak of they're they're basically a straight line from their ears all the way down to their to their ankles uh they look like they weigh a, a buck 20 soaking wet yeah that, and and you know they're real tough when they're in groups but big guys they just don't have any of them so maybe there's something to that. Maybe there's something to that. I, I, uh, I just thought that was funny. <laughs> they said the testosterone induces a, a red shift among weakly affiliated Democrats. So these guys, they're saying that if uh, you're just there for the, for the beer or whatever, and you're not a real believer in Democratic uh, policies and stuff, and you're just there, what, because your girlfriend told you to? Well, then suddenly... If you get a little testosterone in your body, you're going to tell her no. We're going to go. We're going to go over and listen to the Republicans. I guess. I, I just thought that was funny. Ah, uh, let's see. Oh, this was a good one. Speaking of, of idiocy, uh, a witness called by the Democrats to a Judiciary Committee hearing in the House. Now, this was Wednesday. This was just yesterday. She claimed. Now, she's from a uh, an organization called Avow. I believe it is. It's a, a pro-abortion pro uh, organization, and she said, she claimed that men, <laughs> I can't even believe this, and she actually said this, she said, she claimed men are capable of getting pregnant and having abortions. Yes, really, she did say that. I listened to the video, the woman said that. I don't know what planet these people are from, or what happened in their lives that, that made them go sideways, what kind of pathology pathological problems they've got what kind of psychological I, I don't know i don't know but why anybody would say that out loud in a hearing that's going to be recorded and is going to be put into the uh uh into the record i i don't know i don't know why you would say that and i mean she was asked twice yeah she was asked twice yes yes she claimed men are capable of 
getting pregnant and having abortions. Now, folks, I don't have to tell you this because you're smart. And you don't have to be smart to know this. Men can't get pregnant. It's that simple. I don't care how you slice it. It's impossible. The male species cannot get pregnant. They just can't. You you could be a woman. You could be a woman who says you're a man and get pregnant. That doesn't make you a man. Okay? I know. I know that sounds stupid. It sounds remedial. It sounds like I'm talking to a a third grader trying to explain this. Or a three-year-old, maybe. Sorry, I had to because they, they actually said this out loud. Now, this is the Democratic Party at its finest right here. It, it really is. They're, they're lunatics. They're lunatics. Uh, okay, uh, Chip Roy of uh, Texas, he, is, he stood up on the floor of the House yesterday and said, I'm wondering when we voted to go to war. I talked about this earlier. Because Steny Hoya, he's the House Majority Leader, he stated that the U.S. is at war. I don't know about you guys, but I don't remember being at war. I don't remember that in the papers. Do you? I know we're giving money to Russia and we're fighting a proxy war against Russia. Uh, I, one that I don't agree with. That doesn't mean we're at war. When you're at war, that means that men, young men in your country are going to another country to, to fight a battle. And there will be deaths and you will, be, you will have a missing in action list. You'll have a killed in action list. We're not at war, Stanny. We're not. And to say that is just ridiculous. You try, what you're trying to do is psychologically sucker the American public into believing this. And that's not what's going on. It's just not. And I'm going to end this one with this one. I, I, this, this story, this was, this was a great one. The ex-minister of truth, now you know who I'm talking about, uh, Jablonski or whatever the hell her name was, the one that uh, called herself the Mary Poppins of disinformation. Yeah. She says that, uh, now she was on MSNBC last night, so take that for what it's worth. But she blames disinformation for the demise of the disinformation board. <laughs> I... I I don't, do these people actually listen to themselves on TV? I, I, I don't even know how you could show your face in public after saying something so stupid. Yeah, I, I, I really don't. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they justify it in their own minds. They're, they're psychopaths. They have to be. This is actually a definition of a psychopath. If you look up on Webster's and you, and you see the definition of a, psych, a psychopath, it's, it's, uh, it's characterized by persistent antisocial behavior impaired empathy and remorse and bold disinhibited and egotistical traits i mean they really don't care and they don't care that you don't that you know they don't care they have no <laughs> they have no self-worth they they have no self-worth they have no self esteem for some reason and that i think that pretty much defines every uh, politician in the in the country as far as i'm concerned at least the majority of them think about it how, why would you go on MSNBC and say something so stupid? And I go back to that, the, the story about the pregnant uh, men being pregnant. You would have to be a psychopath to say that and to, and to know that you're going to be walk out and be ridiculed. And you just don't care. You don't care. You have no conscience. I think that's the biggest issue. That's basically what they're saying. You have no compass, con- conscience. You have no empathy for anyone else. That's a psychopath. Think about people you know in life that you've met like that. We have a whole host of those people in charge of the country right now. And it's sad. It's sad. And I don't know what you do about it because they don't care. 
and then if they act like they do because it's a it's a they're trying to trick you they don't give a damn about abortion they don't give a damn about the southern border they don't care about any of that they don't care that you got to pay five dollars a gallon for gas they don't care none of them do or the vast majority and i say that with some i'll give five percent uh the benefit of the doubt that's the way i feel about it all right well that's all i got today and we will meet here again tomorrow it is may 19th and the fake uh, president of the united states joe biden is by far the worst president in american history let's go brandon as always thanks for listening to the average joe podcast be sure to check out our website at www.averagejoenation.media and follow us on social media remember if you haven't told all your friends you're wrong <laughs>